Join me, Anna, along with Cassie and EJ on the Soulful Reawakening podcast. Listen to our honest, open conversations about topics that will help nourish your mind, strengthen your body and awaken your soul. Do you ever find yourself struggling under the weight of life or wondering if you were meant for more? We're thrilled to have you here and look forward to sharing value that helps to unlock and fuel your true potential. Okay, we are here again. Hello, if you are listening, uh, you're here with myself, EJ, uh, Anna and Cassie with Ace Team. Uh, and Soulful Reawakening is taking a turn towards Christmas. So this is the first of our instalments um, for Christmas. If you listened to our episode last week, we spoke very briefly about um, a PDF that we've created for you guys in terms of self-care tips for this Christmas period. Um, so if you would like a copy of that, please look at the show notes for details. Um, but today we have each picked a highlight that we are going to deliver to you guys. We're going to discuss in a bit more detail um so Cassie I think we decided we were going to go with your first highlight self-care topic first didn't we because we we've all found that it's quite funny <laughs> enlighten us please no yeah and I, I suppose with this one this was me being um a little bit I don't know what you want to call it maverick pushing against the norm because one of the things that I found about Christmas is that you know sometimes there's so many different things going on that you know, I've I found myself like not wanting to miss out on things. And over the last few years, I've kind of felt that I don't really want to be going to everything. And I'm wanting to discern a bit better about where my energy is going and how I'm spending my time, etc. So um, what I wanted to kind of put out there was practicing the joy of missing out. So instead of FOMO, this is JOMO. <laughs> practicing the joy of missing out because we don't have to do everything and I don't know I just kind of felt that finding the joy in saying actually I don't want to do that is actually quite empowering and uplifting and there's a bit of a release instead of a you know a feeling like I'm being imprisoned in and I have to do something because everybody else is doing it or you know whatever so it's just kind of releasing the you know the the thoughts in having to do things and especially do things that you don't particularly enjoy doing yeah having that opportunity to say no thank you (laughs) I'm going to do something else instead something that perhaps is more uplifting and more energy yeah energy warming instead of energy draining yeah so thinking about jomo have either of you got any thoughts about the joys of missing out when it comes to christmas time anything springs to your mind about the expectations that you might have from other people or other things or even what's going on in the world around you even when we go shopping there's so many temptations out there. Yeah. What do you think, EJ? I'm just trying to think of one example as opposed to a load that have just popped into my head. <laughs> I think um, one of the things for me, and I don't know if this will resonate with both of you or anyone who's listening, but some of the stuff that goes on at school, there's like 
oh, come to the nativity play and then we're going to do a Christmas fair and, you know, you've got to, I don't know, I just really can't be bothered with that stuff this year, which sounds terrible. But I know from my point of view, that kind of thing is really overstimulating for Noah. And we already spend so much time, or he does in particular, spend so much time at school with his peers. It's quite nice being able to just come home rather than being in that environment. And I feel, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot on, isn't there? There's a Christmas fair and then, you know, the church does something and actually being able to say, well, these things don't fit really well for us personally. I love a nativity play, but there's no way that Noah's going to sit through an hour of other children singing hymns and, you know, that kind of stuff. It just is more stressful for me personally and probably for him than enjoyable. So why would we put ourselves in that situation? So, yeah, for me, it's that kind of the pressure of attending all the school stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. (laughs) Absolutely. That really resonates massively. It's about reviewing those invitations, isn't it? We don't need to say yes to everything. I know sometimes I've encouraged myself and I've encouraged others to, you know, say yes more. But there's also the other side of that is just watch what you are saying yes to. Sometimes we're too reasonable. And Mm -hmm. I can speak for myself. Sometimes I'm too reasonable and I give my time away too generously. And then I end up with very little energy and time left and space for myself, which then actually impacts me massively, but it actually also impacts all the people around me. Mm. And so being able to discern and say, you know what, I'm going to take joy in saying no. This is an amazing opportunity. Thank you for inviting me. But actually, I'm going to gracefully decline. Yeah. And it's being okay with that, isn't it? Because I think so often we, oh, I'm really sorry, I don't want to come. Well, why are we framing it like that? Actually, thank you so much for the offer, but it's not for us or it doesn't quite sit right with us. Like you said, if it completely drains you of all your energy and then you go back home to your family, your friends, who you really want to be high energy, high octane with and for, and you've already like, you know, spent that as it were during the day, you're not getting the most out of either thing. Completely, completely. And, you know, quite often, again, I can only speak from my own experience, Christmas time is usually really busy in our house. We usually have many guests staying over, or different guests staying over different periods over Christmas. So if we looked at a two-week period, there we've I've had Christmases where I've had, you know, several lots of bed beds being beds being you know turned around again for the the next lot of guests to come and stay for a few days and and it's very busy and sometimes I felt myself feeling resentment because what about me what about my time what about my needs I've been cooking cleaning looking after hosting for two weeks this isn't a holiday and I've kind of looked back in the past and I've thought, gosh, I've kind of felt a little bit like a victim there. When actually all the power is in my hands, I get to choose. So I get to set the boundaries. And so I also get the choice to discern where my energy is going to be spent and the joy then of missing out. I'm not actually missing out because I'm gaining massively. But I suppose I just like the phrase JOMO instead of FOMO. Because <laughs> there's no fear in the joy, is there? Yeah. 
it makes it a bit more lighthearted. So, yeah. How about you, Anna? Was there anything that came up for you just then around? Yeah, I was just going to say, you, Jomo, you hear, you heard it here first. Cassie's <laughs> <laughs> new acronym. Yeah, I think just a couple of things, really. Um, EJ, what you were saying there, well, both of you, really, I think it's important for us not to have to feel the need to give an excuse if we're going to say no to something. And quite often now, if, if, because, you know, we've, we, this modern day and age, we've all got different WhatsApp groups and FaceApp groups with different friends and collaborators and what have you. And, you know, quite often there's, oh, I'm doing this in such and such a day, who's coming? And now whether I'm doing something or not, or whether I fancy it or not, if I'm not going to it, I just say, I've already got plans. Thanks for the invite. And, and just kind of leave it at that because you don't have to give a reason as to why you're not attending somewhere. I've, I've got a friend who she's not actually as bad at it anymore, but she always used to say, no, I can't because, and then you'd have sort of two or three sentences around why she couldn't come. And it was as though she was really trying to make an excuse and, you know, so that people didn't think badly of her because that was where her thought process was probably coming from, from something that people would feel bad or think less of her because she wasn't attending and, and that's rife at Christmas because, you know, we've only got so much money. We've only got so much time and it is more of a time for family. And, you know, with the school commitments and different groups as well, particularly with children, you've got different groups, haven't you, that you attend after school clubs, that sort of thing. You know, these things just pile up and pile up. So, so yeah, that was one thing. But when, when you first started talking, Cassie, the thing that immediately popped into my head, and this isn't necessarily Christmas, actually, but the amount of tat and, and almost stuff that you see that is just food, especially, that's just not good for you. I mean, we all know how many calories are in it, latte and, you know, these so-called coffee establishments. And then you go and have these gingerbread with syrup toppings and all this sort of stuff. And you've got like your daily intake calories in one drink. <laughs> and I, I, you know with advertising and I think I, I feel as though that sort of thing is really pushed down your throat that because it's Christmas you know you've got to have these Christmas treats you've got to have the mince pies you've got to have well I mean I love a mince pie it doesn't have to be Christmas for me to bake or eat <laughs> mince pies let me just put that out there um, but yeah all of this sort of sweet treats um, you know tat for Christmas that is um, I mean, I love it, you know, a nice Christmas decoration, perhaps that is meaningful in some way. Maybe you visited somewhere a little different, but, you know, it just seems as though commercialization is just rammed down your throat. You don't just have Christmas Day anymore. You've got Christmas Eve boxes and, you know, it, that kind of thing is um, it's joyful. Yes. Um, but I think you, you, there's got there's, there's a point that you've got to say, okay, no more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there is completely. What's just sprung to my mind when you were just sharing that? I I just wrote down on the piece of paper in front of me that you know we get to have a choice on how much we consume. Mm -hmm. And that just triggered um, for me. Um, I'm not drinking alcohol. I've not drunk any alcohol now for over six months, and that actually is a really big thing yeah. it really is a very big thing because I used to drink every weekend every Friday every Saturday every Sunday night and I you know I would just be drinking for the sake of it just drinking 
And this will be, it's not the first Christmas I've had without any alcohol, but it, it is a Christmas with no alcohol. And I am going to have the joy in missing out. Yeah. And not joining in with the alcohol. I will decide and I'll make a choice on what I choose to be a really great alternative that I'm going to enjoy. Yeah. I take a lot of joy in that. Yeah. So yeah. Maybe that's another one just there to, to end on with that one. There's lots of joy in missing out and in doing what I want to do instead of doing what everyone else wants me to do. Yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a great tip, Cassie. It really is. Yeah. And for, for everyone who's listening, you know, that's, that's, that's just one that we've got over December for you to, uh, have a think about and, and try out as well because we'll have some action points for you in the, the pdf that ej spoke about before brilliant i'd love to hear ej's ej's tell us about yours what would you like to share what's your highlight so obviously i'm coming from a body point of view um and a lot of people still want to continue their goals their physical goals throughout december um, but I feel particularly with the clocks changing and the darker mornings, darker nights, it's getting darker a lot quicker. Less people feel inclined to stop by the gym on the way home from work or get up that bit earlier to go to the gym or if you're working out from home. So my one of my highlights or my first highlight is um, find somebody to buddy up with, whether that is your partner, your husband, your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, um, or just somebody that you go to the gym with or is in the gym at a similar time to you each day. Um, just somebody who is going to support you, give you a bit of accountability. Um, and if only if you want that, I mean, you know, I'm not forcing everybody to buddy up and continue to plough through December. But if you do really want to stay aligned with your goals, your personal goals, your physical goals, um, just find somebody that is going to be able to text you the night before and say, still on for tomorrow or are you fancying a run tomorrow morning or you know how did you get on at the gym just somebody that can check in with you see how you're getting on because motivation can be at an all-time low um, and again if we circle back round to you know the pressure of um, office parties and things like that if you are having a bit more to eat and drink than you would normally you're going to feel really sluggish and waking up the next day to go for a run or go to the gym might be the last thing on your mind. But if you're still really dedicated and want to continue towards your goal, you've got to keep pushing somehow. So that was my my highlight to start with is buddying up with somebody else, because when you're having a real down day in terms of motivation or lacking in your commitment to the gym or your plan, that somebody else can just give you a little bit of a lift. Um, and there's a few few people that I follow on Instagram or Facebook who I think are really motivational and if I'm having a bit of a down day like that I will tap into some of that stuff on the flip side there can also be a lot of um there's, there's a few people that I've unfollowed quite recently actually who are not feeding to the motivation that I need so again you know it might be a case of reviewing your socials and seeing what really nice inspiring stuff you're following what motivational posts that you're seeing um because that can really help as well that was my top tip what um what do you guys do in terms of uh, do you have someone for accountability or do you feel the same as I do that as the darker nights and and mornings come in it's harder to motivate yourself to move your body oh I definitely feel that one EJ I really really do and in fact recently my um my daughter has really wanted to do more uh, physical exercise as she's left the football team that she was with 
And so she's invited me to go with her to the gym or go for a run. And we've put it in our diaries. And, um, you know, like even this morning, she said, you still okay for tomorrow night? And I'm like, yep, it's in the diary. We're doing it. And I know for a fact that if she wasn't doing that, I wouldn't do it. I would have found an excuse or a reason or allowed something to pop in, you know, and um, yeah, a, a reason for me not to do it. But we've made a commitment. I've made a commitment to her. I've made a commitment to myself as well, which, um, you know, I've been uh, doing really well with more so the last six months, I think, than I had never before. And yeah, we, we're doing it together. Come rain or shine or come the dark because, you know, we're supporting each other. So that buddying up for me, and I use it in my work when I have what I would perhaps perceive to be boring things to do. The admin stuff, I tend to buddy up with somebody online and get stuff done. Um, and I absolutely have to do it when it comes to doing something physical because I'll always find an excuse not to. So, yeah, really valuable. Awesome. Yeah, I don't think you're alone. in. Well, I know you're not alone in that at all. Even some of my clients have said, you know, you're on maternity leave. We're struggling because you're not physically there pushing us. And, you know, we can't be alone in that. What about you, Anna? Yeah, I think for me, it depends on what kind of physical exercise I'm doing. So I do quite a lot of running and that is normally a group thing. So the groups, they're, they're in the diary, set days of the week. Um, and I've got a couple of friends that I go out set days of the week as well. And if one of us isn't feeling it, then, you know, the other one is is the motivator uh, or the other ones are the motivator. So that always works quite well. And and, and usually, and, but I, I am going out on my own at the moment, but that is because I've got a goal for something. So I'm training for an event. So I think I either have to have that person for the accountability or I have to have a goal that doesn't just rely on me. So it's not just me that set the goal. I'm doing it for something else. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's sort of running. I've done swimming challenges like that. Uh, but when it just comes to the gym, I find that a little bit boring. Um <laughs> but if it's something that I I mean I've been a member of a gym on and off most of my life sort of adult life and I usually prefer doing that on my own um but I think I just because there isn't necessarily that person that hold me accountable I fluctuate so it's not it's not consistent as, as I suppose would, would be the thing to say my consistency is when I've got accountability I can still hold myself accountable to a period of time but I fall off the edge sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's it's a bit of a mixture, but I think you you've just got to set your mind to it, haven't you? Uh, if you don't have that buddy, whereas the buddy is the person that gives you the motivation and the inspiration and the pickups if you need it. Yeah, that's a really good point. Actually, I've obviously talked about going to the gym or going for a run, but it's whatever exercise you're doing, whether it is just a case of you know, meeting somebody or grabbing somebody from the office at lunchtime and going for a walk, committing yourself to a 15 minute walk at lunchtime or something like that, whatever form of exercise it is you're doing, find your buddy. Yeah, I'm at the moment I'm doing the, I actually forget which cancer charity it's for. So as we're recording this, there's a hundred set up, sorry, a hundred squats per day that I've signed up for that a friend has asked me to do. Um, Now that is 
I'm, I'm only on a few days in and it's been relatively easy for me, but I think that's just because I do a lot of running anyway. But, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that find that such a challenge. Um, but there's a really positive Facebook group that's been set up at the same time. And, you know, people are saying, are you doing them all together? Are you doing some in the morning, some throughout the day? So people are really sharing ideas for those people that, you know, it is a challenge for and giving them some ideas to actually just break it up, break it up into chunks and just find it a bit easy. I mean, I, I'd forgotten to do it last night by about nine o'clock. And I could have just said, oh, I'll just do extra tomorrow. <laughs> um, but I didn't. I got up off the sofa and Neil counted every single one for me. <laughs> and I did 25 normal, 25 narrow, 25 sumo, is it? Yeah. yeah. Spots, and then 25 normal again. So I, I kind of broke it up and give go, you know, it helps different muscles. You work out different muscles, don't you, with the different stance. Um, but yeah, I could have just as easily gone, nah. I'll do 200 tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I've known people do that, you know, like during COVID times when they did like burpee challenges and things like that. Mm. <laughs> I had a friend who missed them. She'd like had a complete weekend off and then she had something like 250 burpees to do on the Monday. <laughs> and I was like, you're not like, I love you to bits and I believe in you wholeheartedly, but 250 burpees in one day. Nobody wants to be doing that. <laughs> so well done for doing it last night rather than carrying it over because you could quite easily defer, couldn't you? And then you get to the end of the week and you think, brilliant, I've got a lot to get done. <laughs> but you just yeah. overwhelmed with that. That would just be crazy, wouldn't it? Yeah. It yeah. It, yeah. And, and actually, I was just thinking, EJ, on what you were saying about, you know, getting out and doing physical exercise this doesn't have to be going to the gym. And I, I think, you know, that's what I had in my mind initially when you were speaking. And then I reminded myself, I take my my dog out for a walk every day for 45 minutes to an hour. So I'm already doing some physical exercise. Absolutely. Um, and he's my buddy as well, I suppose. And actually, there is the truth. If I didn't have a dog, I wouldn't be going out for that walk for 45 minutes to an hour, come rain or shine. Um, so there's some there is definitely something said there about, you know, having a buddy and, you know, and, and, and Anna, what you were saying about having a challenge. I think that really resonated with me when I've had a physical challenge that I signed up to before. I've literally done whatever it takes. So there's something in there then perhaps about the story that I'm telling myself. Yeah. Perhaps it's a more compelling story that I've told myself when I'm participating in a challenge than the story that I tell myself when I'm on my own. So there's something in that as well for to for, certainly for me to have a little ponder on and our listeners might want to have a ponder on, you know, are the stories that you're telling yourself that actually prevents you from creating and achieving what it is that you want to when it comes to you know well anything actually but you know we're speaking particularly in uh, EJ's highlights of uh, these physical goals and finding someone to buddy up with to stay aligned um, is there a story maybe that you can tell yourself that also helps you feel and, and stay aligned too I think there's definitely a story there because when you do it with somebody else even if it's just one person or if it's it's other people there's a sense of community there and you can rally around and you know be each other's cheerleaders when it's just you it's much easier to say oh you've not got it in you today just 
I'm not going to be bothered. No, there's only me. No one's going to know. You know, all this, this kind of inner critic narrative starts to come out and it's much easier to beat yourself up about something than it is to you know if the three of us were doing something to you know for me to beat you two up about it you just you wouldn't would you um you you just wouldn't so you know you're there it's kind of coming back to some of the previous podcast episodes and discussions that we've had that um you know you you show up for other people you don't always show up for yourself um, so there is there is an important lesson there, I think, to to definitely have to think about you know what's what's that that inner story that you're telling yourself, and you know where are those boundaries between you as an individual, and then when you're doing something in a group or with a buddy, when you've got that level of accountability, you know what 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 is kind of being um, discolored there a little bit when it's when it's just you. Mm. Yeah, that's a really awesome one, that EJ. Really awesome. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> Anna, what's yours? Let's finish strong. What's yours, Anna? What's your highlight? Yeah, I was just going to say before we come on to my highlight is if anybody wants to share with us in the comments what they're doing at the moment for Christmas, you know, if there's anything that they've started to counteract, maybe the extra um, uh, food and things like that that they might be eating over Christmas um, or just to stay fit and healthy really over this this period of time because also you know movement yeah. and staying fit and exercising helps with with energy in general and we've you know we've already said that it's quite a stressful time and it's draining for a lot of people and you know replacing energy levels with that activity is 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 a good thing so yeah share 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 with us what you're doing um so yeah just coming on to my my highlight and it's a good one to end on i think because it's also a good one that we can do at the end of every day and it's very simple really and it's just to 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 keep a gratitude journal um or to you know keep a, a little notepad or something somewhere by your bed that you can have a little reflect about what's happened during the day and then just pick three things that you're grateful for three things that have happened throughout the day maybe um you've been uh, somewhere with somebody you know thinking back to um EJ's highlight you know maybe you're grateful for a partner or a friend or another family member that's you know helped you to to stay on track with with an exercise regime helped you to stay accountable um maybe you're great grateful for um you know actually to, to you're grateful to yourself for saying no to something and giving yourself a little bit of joy back uh in the form of time or or health or um you know some sort of self-care for for you um and I think as well just you know focus on the little things sometimes at the end of the day we've, we've had a tough one and you know it's all mounting up over Christmas but you know just spend some time and have a little think about the smaller things that have happened you know maybe you've enjoyed 10-15 minutes to yourself with a nice hot cuppa, your favourite magazine, uh, maybe you've spoken to um, a relative or somebody, you know, a friend that you've not spoken to for a while and, and, and usually, you know, we come together, don't we, a little bit more so over Christmas and you're making plans and you've just had a really nice conversation with somebody, maybe you've taken a nice um uh, dusk walk outside and it's been really crisp but refreshing at the same time um you know so yeah just focus on writing three things down and you know you, you'd be surprised by the time you come to the end of the month how many things you're, you're grateful for and, and that does have the effect of helping you to observe the you know the, the little beauty the little beauties that you might spot 
uh, on a on a you know what you're doing throughout the day. So before you know you might not necessarily spot the little robin in the hedgerow as you walk from the shops. Um, but when you're practicing gratitude, those little things stand out a little bit more for you um, and you can be a little bit happier, a little bit more positive. And, you know, it's, it, it is a nice, just gentle way to um, be thankful for what's going on around you and thankful for the things that money doesn't necessarily buy, you know, not necessarily focusing on assets, but just the things around you, the physical things, you know. Uh, thinking about the exercise that the highlight that EJ has mentioned, you know, being thankful that you've, you've, you've all of your limbs are working and you can do those squats or you can go um, on that run or do that swim or whatever. Um, yeah, thankful that your kids actually want to exercise with you <laughs> and spend some time with their parents and, instead of just going off with their friends somewhere. So, so yeah, that's my highlight. Just um, spend some time at the end of each day, start today, Get a journal, get a nice notebook, and what three things are you grateful for today? Um, yeah. So, is there anything that you can say you're grateful for, EJ Cassie, maybe today um, yeah. or over the weekends, perhaps that you could share with our listeners? Yeah, I um, obviously. So today we went for a really nice dog walk, James and I, with Ada. Um, which sounds really trivial, but like you said, Cassie, dogs still need a good walk, whether it's rain or shine. But actually, the weather today, it's really nice and crisp. It's bright sunshine, clear blue skies. You know, got a bit of colour in the cheeks by the time we got back round. But it was just such a lovely opportunity to reflect on a chaotic weekend. Oh, hello, missus. I'm going to pass back over to Cassie a second. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you, EJ. And, you know, if we're just thinking about there's so much in keeping a record of kind of like gratitude. And I don't want to make it into a really big thing by saying keeping a record, just by being able to remind ourselves. And Anna, the things that came to my mind immediately as you were speaking is, you know, that joy that we feel when or certainly I feel when I feel appreciative or I've noticed something that is really lovely like I'll give you an example last night our we've got a hedgehog in our garden and I love hedgehogs I just love them so much and so you know my dog found the hedgehog and so I quickly run out to get the dog away from the hedgehog because the poor hedgehog will be really frightened and scared and you know was sat very still um hadn't quite curled up in a ball because it kind of got caught out I think and just didn't want to move um and I managed to get rid of the dog and I was just kind of sat there with the hedgehog and I can't tell you my heart was bursting with joy and it bursts with joy now just even thinking about it so you know we don't have to be it doesn't have to be a really big thing it doesn't have to be a really big win just something where you know, for me, something where I feel that my heart is opening up a little bit and, you know, there's some sunshine, there's some joy. And I don't necessarily mean sunshine outside because at the moment in in the winter time we're coming into here in the UK, we're getting a lot of cloud cover. And throughout December and January and February, we're going to have a whole load of cloud cover and it's going to be really, really thick. But behind the clouds is definitely a sunshine. 
And I know that if I close my eyes and I imagine that sunshine, I know I'd be able to feel it. I'll be able to go back to a memory where I can experience it. So we can create these moments of gratitude and appreciation by literally the flick of a finger. We just it's just about remembering and allowing ourselves to be so open to experiencing and to view the beauty that is around us. Um, And it reminded me, Anna, of the early days when I was practicing gratitude, because I found this so hard, so hard in the beginning. Someone asked me and tasked me to come up with 10 things that I'm grateful for every day. And it was so difficult. Um, And they um, encouraged me to literally stand in the garden or wherever I am, actually, and look in front of me and notice what what catches my eye, what is beautiful, whether it's the texture of something, the color of something, the shape of something. Whatever it is, just find something that is, you know, really beautiful and then look uh, behind me and find something beautiful. Look to the side, to the right, look to the left, look above and look down and find something. And then the last one was find something beautiful inside yourself. Yeah. Which is really it just kind of helped me start to train that muscle of noticing and observing and finding the beauty in something, no matter what would seem to be happening and unfolding around me, there's always some beauty there if we allow our hearts to open up and to find it. So that's what came up with me. So my gratitude today will be definitely remembering the time with that hedgehog last night, because I think that's the third or fourth time I've mentioned it today. Just shows you how excited I get when I see a hedgehog. And also I managed to have lunch with my husband today, which was really lovely as well. So those are my gratitudes so far. Yeah, thank you, Cassie, for explaining that in such great detail as well. I think you 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 do. And and rightly mentioning sort of how you feel as well how your body feels with things and that sort of opening out and I think you do sense that because you you almost you see something and and you kind of feel connected to it in some way and wildlife and nature is is a great example of that you know hedgehogs uh, birds um, trees for me you know big majestic trees that are just you know they're all knotted and gnarled and uh, there's just such stories to tell I think Tree, trees have got such stories to tell of what's what's gone or what they've seen if they could speak um, but yeah, it's great. And I, I remember reading something once, which I think is a good thing to perhaps end this highlight on is um, when you're thinking about gratitude um, or when you're outside or, or anywhere, actually, and, and you're visually observing things and you're noticing things. And it is, Cassie, I think you mentioned about it, sort of a, a, a muscle, really. Um, and the more you do it, the more it gets better. Um, but yeah, when you notice things, just wonder about them and you, you can even take a book and write what you notice, write down what you wonder about it, but then also write down what it reminds you of, because generally there'll be something, some sort of memory um, there that, that you can connect to. And it, it just helps more of your senses to be connected, more of those feelings, mind, body and soul. Um, so, yeah, there are your three highlights today beautiful beautiful that was uh, I've got so much just from us just sharing sharing those there and I'm really excited coming forward over the next couple of uh, episodes we will be sharing even more highlights to you know help 
you as listeners and you know also ourselves let's be honest here in you know thriving through Christmas we don't just want to survive we want to thrive through Christmas we really want you to thrive through Christmas um you know no matter what experience we're having whether we celebrate it or we're not it's a festive period that's going to be happening around us and the more that we can thrive and grow and really look after ourselves um you know through this period it's it's really really important so really looking forward to seeing uh and hearing what we've got to share next time and uh yeah till next time thank you for listening to soulful reawakening the mind body and soul empowerment podcast that talks about honest and open topics that will nourish your mind strengthen your body and awaken your soul please do join us from the 3rd of december where for the next five weeks, we'll be talking about survival tips for Christmas and how you can nourish your mind, body and soul over the stressful period of Christmas and welcoming in the new year.